Today's goddess invokes compassion and she is so powerful that even the mention of her name will ease suffering and hardship. Today, we're talking about Quan Yin. Welcome to episode number five of Goddess Chat with Nicole. I am your host, Nicole. Um, Join me each week as we drink some tea and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of each week's goddess. Each goddess will have a separate mini podcast highlighting a meditation or a ritual suggestion for you to connect with this goddess. If you'd love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. The best way to support the show is for you to subscribe, rate, and review. So that would be awesome. Also, word of mouth is priceless. Go ahead, grab your tea, and let's talk about this week's goddess. For today's tea time, I was feeling a little sassy. So I have some chai tea from good old Trader Joe's in my John Ham mug with my metal straw because I, I can't have my teeth get stained. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Paid all this money for them. Better keep them nice. So I would love to know what kind of tea you're all drinking. So, you know, follow me on Instagram at goddess chat with Nicole and let me know. I want to know what good teas there are out there. I wanted to say as well that I had a really amazing experience happen to me yesterday. I woke up and the crescent moon was right in our backyard. So I took a moment and I kind of just was thinking about just the idea of the goddess. I sat and just looked up at the moon, meditated, put on my little Chris calls it bong bong music because it's just the I just asked, you know, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? And I had this thought of, if you hear crunching, that's Cleo eating because, you know, God forbid a moment goes by where she doesn't eat. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, wouldn't it be cool if a deer or something came around the garage and just looked at me? So sat there for a little bit longer, nothing happened, went about my day. And then right at dusk, Chris called me into the bedroom and he said, look out there. I looked and there were five huge deer in our backyard and they weren't the normal kind. Um, I'm in Northeast Ohio. So normally we get the white tail deer and these were the other kind. They were a little shorter, a little stockier, but they were just big and beautiful. And they had the, the gorgeous tail that was, you know, half dark and then the white on the outside. And I just got this overwhelming feeling. I was like, okay, I see you goddess. I hear you. You know, I asked for a sign and you gave me a whole bunch of them. So I just thought that was really cool. And I wanted to share that with all of you. All right, let's start talking about this week's goddess, Quan Yin. My sources for Quan Yin was good old Wikipedia, as well as an amazing website called goddessgift.com. Highly recommend it. Check it out. Uh, Also, my goddess oracle cards, goddess guidance oracle cards by Doreen Virtue and the goddess oracle deck by Amy Sophia Maraschinsky. Quan Yin is a Chinese bodhisattva 
I have everything phonetically written out. I'm excited. I'm probably still mess it up, but you know. And she is a goddess of compassion, mercy, and kindness, and is considered to be a mother goddess. The name Kuan Yin is spelled many, many different ways, and its meaning is observing the sounds, or in parentheses, or cries of the human world highly respected in most Asian cultures. This is a big one. If you hear the door creaking or whatever, it's because the cats, they want in, they want out. They want in, they want out. It's annoying. To leave the world of suffering and is destined to become a Buddha, but has foregone the bliss of Nirvana with a vow to save all children of God. She hears all prayers and is the essence of purity, a nurturing love and gentle power. This youthful and beautiful goddess helps us feel compassion and mercy towards ourselves and others. She is also the protectress of women and children, and she awakens musical interests and abilities, as well as psychic clairvoyance. Kuan Yin's origins, along with Buddhism, Kuan Yin was introduced into China as early as the first century AD and reached Japan by way of Korea soon after Buddhism was introduced into the country from the mid-7th century. Representations of the Bodhisattva, Bodhisattva? Yeah. In China, prior to the Song Dynasty, were masculine in appearance. It is generally accepted that Kuan Yin originated in male form, since all representations of the Bodhisattva were masculine. Later images might show female and male attributes, since a Bodhisattva in accordance with the Lotus Sutra, has the magical power to transform the body in any form required to relieve suffering, so that Kuan Yin is neither woman nor man. Gender is no obstacle to enlightenment. As the Lotus Sutra relates, the Bodhisattva Kuan Yin, by resort to a variety of shapes, travels in the world, conveying the being's to salvation. So she's traveling around and taking them to salvation. The 12th century legend of the Buddhist saint Mao Sen, the Chinese princess who lived in about 700 BC, is widely believed to have been Kuan Yin, reinforced by the image of the Bodhisattva as a female. In the modern period, Kuan Yin is most often represented as a beautiful white-robed woman. So her, her image and her portrayal it tends to be the same in that she's usually shown in a white flowing robe, white being a symbol of purity, and usually wears necklaces of Indian or Chinese royalty. So some images you'll see her with that, some you won't. Um, actually, I'm looking at both my oracle cards and one has it, one doesn't. So as the sacred vessel, the water jar also is one of the eight Buddhist symbols of good fortune containing pure water the divine nectar of life, compassion, and wisdom. And in the left, a willow branch to sprinkle the divine nectar of life upon the devotees as to bless them with physical and spiritual peace. I could take some of that right about now. The willow branch is, the willow is also used in shamanistic rituals and has had medicinal purposes as well. I love willow trees. Sorry, a little side note. I'm putting that on my to-do list. Be like, I want a willow tree. Sorry, I digress. The crown usually depicts the image of Amitabha, Amitabha, Buddha, which means fully conscious, infinite light. Kuan Yin's spiritual teacher before she became a bodhisattva. A bird, mostly a dove, represents love 
is usually flying toward. So these are all things that you can see her as represented in, in artwork. The necklace or rosary is associated with her calls upon representing all living beings and the turning of the beads symbolizes that Kuan Yin is leading them out of their state of misery and repeated rounds of rebirth into nirvana, hence the beads representing enlightenment. Should a book or scroll of papers be within the portrayal of the image of Kuan Yin, it is representing the Dharma, the teaching of Buddha, or the Sutra, the Buddhist text. Kuan Yin is said to have constantly recited from this. I wanted to talk about a couple of legends. I didn't want to read all of them because what's the fun in that? Uh, I just picked two that are fascinating to me. So the first one that I really enjoy is Kuan Yin and her thousand arms. One Buddhist legend presents Kuan Yin as vowing to never rest until she has freed all beings. Despite strenuous effort, she realized that still many unhappy beings were yet to be saved. After struggling to comprehend the needs of so many, her head split into 11 pieces. The Buddha, seeing her plight, gave her 11 heads with which to hear the cries of the suffering. Kuan Yin attempted to reach out to all those who needed aid, but found that her two arms shattered into pieces. Once more, the Buddha came to her aid and appointed her a thousand arms with which to aid the many. Kuan Yin is depicted with thousand arms and various numbers of eyes, hands, and heads, sometimes with an eye in the palm of each hand. But <laughs> I can't talk today. Bodhisattva. In this form, she represents the omnipresent mother, looking in all directions simultaneously, sensing the afflictions of the humanity and extending her many arms to alleviate them with infinite expressions of her mercy, with which the thousand eyes help her see anyone who may be in need. How many mothers would love to have like a thousand arms to just grab their kid and be like, all right, go over there, do this, do that. Kuan Yin is also known as patron, as the patron bodhisattva of Putaochi San, which is Mount Putaochi, mistress of the Southern Seas and patroness of fishermen. As such, she is shown crossing the sea, seated or standing on a lotus, or on the head of a dragon. The dragon being an ancient symbol of high spirituality, wisdom, strength, and divine powers of transformation. There is a really cool story about her and a dragon king and what mischief they get up to. So definitely look that one up. Given that bodhisattvas are known to incarnate at will as living people, according to the sutras, the princess Mao San is generally viewed as an incar incarnation of, it's that big long word again, Avalakatashvara Kuan Yin. Another story describes Kuan Yin as the daughter of a cruel king who wanted her to marry a wealthy but uncaring man. A monk penned the work believing that Kuan Yin we know today was actually a Buddhist priestess, I'm sorry, princess, called Mao San, who had a religious following on Fragrant Mountain. I want to live on Fragrant Mountain. Despite this, however, there are many variants of the story in Chinese mythology. According to the story, after the king asked his daughter Mao San to marry the wealthy man, she told him that she would obey his command as long as the marriage eased three misfortunes. The king asked his daughter what the misfortunes were that the marriage should ease. Mao San explained that the first misfortune the marriage should ease was the suffering people endured as they age. The third misfortune it should ease was the suffering caused by death. When her father asked who could ease 
all the above, Mao-san pointed out that a doctor was able to do all of these. Her father grew angry as he wanted her to marry a person of power and wealth, not a healer. He forced her into hard labor and reduced her food and drink, but this still did not cause her to yield. I'm sorry, I would have broke. I, food, No food, drink. I would have been like, ah. Fine. Every day she begged to be able to enter a temple and become a nun instead of marrying, to work all day and all night while others slept in order for her to finish her work. However, she was such a good person that the animals living around the temple began to help her with her chores. Her father ordered her to be put to death. In one version of this legend, Mao San was executed. A supernatural tiger took her to one of the more hell-like realms of the dead. However, instead of being punished by demons like the other inmates, Mao San played music and flowers blossomed all around her. This completely surprised the head demon. <laughs> I imagine there's this guy sitting there like a little gangster going, hey, I'm the head demon. The story says that Mao San, by merely being in that hell, turned it into a paradise. According to this legend, as the executioner tried to carry out her father's orders, his axe shattered into a thousand pieces. He then tried a sword, which likewise shattered. He tried to shoot Mao San down with arrows, but they all veered off. Finally, in desperation, he used his hands. Mao San, realizing the fate the executioner met at her father's hand, should she fail to let herself die, forgave the executioner for attempting to kill her. It is said that she voluntarily took on the massive karmic guilt the executioner generated for killing her, thus leaving him guiltless. It is because of this that she descended into a hell-like realm and was overwhelmed with grief, thus freeing many suffering souls back into heaven and earth. It is said the king of hell sent her back to earth to prevent the utter destruction of his realm, and that upon her return she appeared on Fragrant Mountain. The legend of Mao San usually ends with Mao San's father falling ill with jaundice. No physician was able to cure. Then a monk appeared saying that the jaundice could be cured by making a medicine out of the arm and eye of one without anger. The monk further suggested that such a person could be found on Fragrant Mountain. When asked, Mao San willingly offered up her eye and her arm. Her father was cured of this illness and went to Fragrant Mountain to give thanks to the person. The story concludes with Mao San being transformed into the thousand-armed Quan Yin and the king, queen, and her two sisters building a temple on the mountain for her. She began her journey to heaven and was about to cross over into heaven when she heard the suffering and cries from the world below. She turned around and saw the massive suffering endured by the people of the world. Filled with compassion, she returned to the earth, vowing to never... After her return to earth, Quan Yin was said to have stayed for a few years on the island of Mount Putochi, where she practiced meditation and helped the sailors and fishermen who got stranded. Quan Yin is frequently worshipped as a patron saint of fishermen and sailors due to this. She is said to frequently be calm the sea when boats are threatened with rocks. After some decades, Quan Yin returned to Fragrant Mountain to continue her meditation. And again, that's just a couple of the legends for this amazing goddess. So please look her up, look into her. Um, she holds a very special place in my heart. Actually, this coming Friday, the 15th of January, it'll be three years since I lost my mother. Actually, Kuan Yin was the very first goddess that I kind of worked with and uh, meditated on because I was not very kind to myself about how 
you know, she was taken care of and how all of the situation, anyone that has gone through, you, you don't do anything right. And that's okay. You know, um, it's not something that you're ever prepared for. And when all is said and done, you will regret and be very unkind to yourself about how everything happened. No matter if you were the most amazing, caring child or not, her idea of compassion just have compassion with yourself. And then it boils out to having compassion for other people. It's just, it's so, it just really resonated with me. So if you do um, decide to meditate upon Kuan Yin or want to learn more about and the culture that she is a, a goddess in, please do your research. Find out about her. She's amazing. Some of the correspondences that go with her, candles, pinks, reds, white, incense, the lotus flower is definitely her jam. Um, the card, the goddess oracle deck, the goddess guidance oracle deck, she's sitting in a lotus and she's holding a lotus. I'll actually post a picture on my Instagram and she's just beautiful. Also rose quartz. So let's start with our goddess oracle cards. The goddess oracle, I'm sorry, goddess guidance oracle card by Doreen Virtue. So when you pull this card, a message from Kuan Yin, gentleness is the strength behind true power. And it comes from feeding yourself with nourishing words, thoughts, deeds, intentions, and all forms of food, which I'm down with. Shield yourself from harshness by placing an intention to attract only kind and gentle life lessons and relationships. Transform harshness into gentleness. This intention begins with your relationship with yourself. Be very gentle with yourself in all ways. Be happy, be kind, be sweet, but most of all, be true to you. Various meanings of this card can be release guilt and shame to heaven for healing and transmutation, avoid gossip or bad mouthing of yourself and others, forgive yourself or anyone else. Don't be so hard on yourself or others and release that perfectionist tendencies. Again, when my mom was ill and she was in the nursing homes, I am an only child, so I was the one that was going there and and. I wasn't myself at that time. I was uh, yelling and screaming and I felt guilt about it because I know that's not how I am. Kuan Yin is a bodhisattva, yet she has vowed to stay near earth until all beings are enlightened. This youthful and beautiful goddess helps us feel compassion and mercy towards ourselves and others. In the Goddess Oracle deck by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. So the meaning of that card is she appears mercifully in your life to tell you it's time to nurture wholeness with compassion. Compassion for others, compassion for your loved ones, compassion for yourself. Do you find yourself feeling irritated or apathetic to the sufferings of others? What keeps you from your compassion? Do you allow yourself space and ease when you are less than your ideal perfect self? Do you find yourself wanting to hurt others because you have been hurt? Do you fear opening your heart to the plight of others because it will hurt you? Compassion is an ability to listen deeply and allow others and yourself the space to go through what needs to be gone through and to feel what needs to be felt. Kuan Yin says that the way to alleviate your suffering is to develop compassion for yourself. From that compassionate place within you can manifest compassion without. Just sit with that for a second. I just, she is probably one of my favorites. Just be compassionate. Other people are going through things, so just ask them, be like, hey, do you need an ear? Do you want to talk? 
I want to thank you again for joining me with some tea and chatting about this week's goddess Quan Yin. Thank you so much. Please rate and review. I hope you subscribed to the show. I'm going to try to do it every week. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm learning a lot about these goddesses. You know, I'm like everyone else. I'm on searching for which goddess speaks to me at that time. And that's what I love about goddess worship is uh, the ability that with each phase of life, a new goddess can kind of help guide you and you learn and grow from it. Please follow me on Instagram, goddess.chat.nicole, N-I-C-O-L-L-E. Again, rate and review, subscribe, and drink your tea. And Thank you again for joining me to talk about the goddess Quan Yin. Follow me on Instagram at goddess.chat.nicole. Keep drinking your tea. Keep being happy. I love your faces. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. You guys are the rock stars. Thank you so much. Have a great day.